Good evening. I'm Zach Callens with your KSOM Sports Update. The SWAT girls wrestling team was more than successful last Friday when they swept the dual tournament. Head coach Tiffany Sound detailed how her girls came out on top of some of the top wrestling teams in the area, including Ames and Missouri Valley, while beating a few others such as Lewis Central for the first time in a few seasons. Our first one was against Missouri Valley. That was our closest one. It was 48 to 30. And the last duel, time we dueled them, we, we lost by a very, very small margin. But um, this time we came back and got them. And then uh, we dueled Ames, and Ames, uh, we came out on top of them as well, 54 to 27. And then our last duel of the night was against uh, Lewis Central, and that one we really stepped up, 63 to 17, and that was just a blast. I had so much fun. Swan Valkyrie has been a young team that has continued to get better, so much so that it has even impressed Coach South. This is a group of girls that continue to learn from film lessons, something that has helped multiple young athletes develop to become some of the top wrestlers in the area. Coach Sal said that some of her girls finally got that quote-unquote snap to get that aggressive mindset and step up the level of their game. We work hard. We critique film a lot. Uh, we go in and we just kind of watch them and have the girls watch film because I think watching themselves on film helps them to understand what exactly they're they're doing when when we're yelling at them on the mat they're like what do you mean but when we're pointing it out in a film and slowing it down and then act you know we get up and show them exactly what they're supposed to do I think it finally clicks in their head because we had we saw them doing stuff last night that all of us coaches looked at each other like what we're, that was awesome so that makes me happy that that they're learning they keep going and I think some of them finally got that snap like we've been doing some mind training and you know how to be a uh, solid in mind um, when you're on the mat off the mat and preparing for your matches and and I really think that having that um, aggressive mindset going in and just knowing we're that good and we can do this kind of flips that switch a little bit and helps them to step up their game one of the top goals this season for SWAT was to beat Lewis Central a team that has beaten the Valkyrie multiple times in the past in tight matches. This season was flipped as the girls beat Lewis Central 63-17 and had eight pins on the night. Swan has continued to not only change their goals, but they're making new ones to lead into the state competition. Last year, we, um, you know, we always came in second to Lewis Central. And it was just like every single time. And I told Coach Manns, I was like, I feel like we're your maid of honor at your wedding every single weekend. And he's like, He's like, ah, it's good. He's like, I love the competition and I love that, you know, and I'm like, me too. Like, it makes us work that much harder. So one of my goals was actually to, to come on top of Lewis Central and we got that done. So that makes me happy. I mean, it, it's a very particular goal, but and then, you know, yes, our, my goals have morphed a little bit. At the beginning of the season, we had a brand new team, a lot of brand new wrestlers, but they have come so far. And now coaches and I are taking wagers on how many we're going to get to stay. While there has been a lot of recent success, Swan is preparing for some tough competition ahead of themselves as they have just two more matches until the IGH SAU regional qualifier. There is still a lot to prepare for and improve on 
when it comes down to the regional matches. Yeah, we have a we have our home duel in Anita coming up this week. It's our parent night and also our senior night. It's going to be a good one as well. Um, it's going to be Sergeant Bluff Lutton and uh, uh, Denison Schleswig and. And they usually bring a good competition to the to the mat as well. And then um, and then we go up to the Raccoon River invite. That goal I'm not sure I can attain, but <laughs> hey, we'll we'll go out fighting for it. And then yeah, we're on to the Valkyrie invite here at Atlantic again, and that'll be another good big tournament. And then on to regionals. SWAT returns to action on Tuesday, January 9th, and a quad duel at Cam High School around 5.30 p.m., weather permitting. And continuing with our wrestling coverage, Cam saw a successful skit of wrestling last week as they defeated East Mills and fell to Griswold, but were able to get a few wrestlers in top positions. Tristan Becker earned two wins over on Thursday night, beating both Griswold and East Mills. Head coach Derek Nisley was proud of his boys overall for competing against Griswold and saw the success of the one match with Becker. East Mills only had uh, three wrestlers, and uh, one of them uh, bumped up to wrestle one of ours, so we ended up with just one match. And I, I didn't think it would be beneficial to just run the score up because they didn't have the same amount of kids we did. So I uh, took the forfeits on some of the weights. You know, it was not a, a complete blowout on a team that just didn't have the kids. Owen Hoover has continued to see a great amount of success this season, especially on Saturday when he finished in second for Class 175. He now sits at 16-4 and four overall in the season and is ranked number 8 in the state for his weight class as he continues to prove why he should be ranked as one of the top wrestlers. Well, uh, I think it is the fact that he uh, saw he was ranked eight in uh, state, and he wants to prove that he can do better than eighth. He's, yeah, he's had a phenomenal season so far. Kaysen Calhoun was the only first-place finisher on Saturday as he won all of his matches by fall and now sits at 13-7 and seven on the season. Just slightly behind in the standings was Tristan Becker, who finished in third place overall after winning his two matches on Saturday afternoon. While finishing in one of the top positions, Gunnar Neymanny finished in third overall after falling in just one match and winning the other two to place in the top three on Saturday. I would say uh, Tristan Becker has definitely made some uh, huge improvement. And uh, another one would be what doesn't look like in records would be uh, Gunnar Neymanny since this is his second season of uh, wrestle total he uh has made massive improvements i mean he barely lost to a uh, guy that took first place at uh, our last tournament up in uh carroll so i mean he he's been doing a phenomenal job this season as well in terms of team improvements for the next few weeks cam is looking to get the technique down while also boosting their confidence so that they can see some extensive success in january uh, I would like them to see them uh, more finalized on their uh, technique and pretty much weight maintained and that confidence has risen even further so that we can go into districts in February at uh, a good point. Coach Nisley has continued to see focus and aggressiveness on the mats with his team this season and wants to see that continue from late January into February. I'm actually really proud of this team. I mean, they have committed and asked and did everything I've asked for them so far. We're, we're really doing well. 
Camp returns back to action on Tuesday, January 9th for the Riverside Wrestling Invitational, which will start at 5.30 p.m., weather permitting. And in collegiate news, Iowa State freshman Addie Brown was named as the Big 12 Freshman of the Week for her exceptional play in the Cyclones' wins over Kansas and BYU last week. Brown has averaged 19 points per game just last week, which ranked third of the Big 12, while grabbing 10.5 rebounds per game to start off the new calendar year. She has also dominated statistically in the nation, as she averages 15 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists per game this season. The Cyclones host two of the top teams in the nation as they'll take on number 24 West Virginia on Wednesday at 6.30 and they'll face off against number 4 Baylor on Saturday at noon. And moving from Iowa State to Iowa, Caitlin Clark continues as a standout for the nation's top player this year. And well, the Big Ten agrees as they named her the Big Ten Player of the Week for her 24th career honor, which is the highest for any Big Ten player in basketball history passing former Hawkeye Megan Gustafson as she's broken the record. Clark featured two memorable performances last week with a buzzer-beater win over Michigan State with just .1 seconds remaining on the clock to give Iowa the win, where she had 40 points and dished out five assists. In the game against Rucker, she had a triple-double with 29 points, 10 assists, and 10 rebounds. The Hawkeyes will return to action on Wednesday, January 10th, when they take on Purdue in the Hoosier State. Wednesday's tip-off is set for 7 p.m. in Mackey Arena. Nebraska Husker Natalie Potts was named as the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. She has continued to be a dominant force in games, as a Missouri native averaged 12.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 2.5 assists, while swiping away two steals on the week. She continues to lead Big Ten Freshman in scoring, with 11.5 points and 5.9 rebounds per game, as she sits at 72.1% from two-point range. Caitlin Clark is the only player this season to earn more weekly honors than Potts in Big Ten action. The Huskers will return back to the hardwood in a home game against Illinois this Thursday, January 11th at 7 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.